At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast. Presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. The official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host... Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a silver linings edition. Hornets fell to the Toronto Raptors 128 to 108. Hornets as shorthanded as they have been at any point this season which is really saying something uh, but still gave it a valiant effort. They were in this one within 10 points in the second half. Uh, unfortunately uh, at the later stages Toronto able to pull away Pascal Siakam 36 points. Fred Van Vliet 20 points and 20 assists and the Raptors improved to 39 and 39 uh, move one step closer to solidifying not just a play-in tournament position, uh, but maybe a 7 or 8 seed as opposed to a 9 or 10. Very important as we here in Buzz City know all too well. Hornets with the loss fall to 26 and 53 on the campaign. We'll break it down for you. Select our silver linings selections. And if you caught it yesterday on our HHC episode, we talked about with Major League Baseball instituting some new rules. Rob Longo and I had some suggestions of our own and one of our most diehard listeners had some thoughts on our thoughts, and so we're going to invite him into the studio here and uh, let him yell at us for a little while. So helping me on all of these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network, as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, with us once again. Rob, any guest on guess on who that guest is? We have so many uh, favorites. We do, but based off of volume or quantity over quality, I mean, they're both quality and quantity, I suppose. I'm going to tell him you said that. I mean, he listens every day, so I'm going to hear it from him, but I mean, it's maybe somebody named Sam? I don't know. Well, yeah, I am here a lot, but uh, yeah, Sam Perley, I think we're going to try and sneak him in here later on this episode of the Hornets Hivecast. First, though, a game to dissect. Charlotte fell to the Toronto Raptors 128-108 to yesterday in our preview. I said that the stat I had circled was number of shots attempted. Add together the field 
field goals and free throws attempted on average. Charlotte took about 15 fewer shots per game up north of the border in the back-to-back losses the Hornets suffered to Toronto there. And yesterday, more of the same. Charlotte ended up seeing 112 shots go up for the Raptors between their 104 field goal attempts and their eight free throw attempts. They made them all, by the way. Charlotte attempted just 98 total shots, 85 from the floor, 13 from the foul line. So even though realistically they shot it pretty well, they almost doubled the total volume of made threes. Shooting percentage-wise, 49% for the Hornets, 53% for the Raptors. Same general ballpark. Hornets took more free throws and made more free throws than the Raptors, but at the end of the day, that volume of shots, eventually it takes its toll, and that's a big part of the reason why the Hornets fell 128-108 to uh, yesterday. It was primarily turnovers. Hornets gave up 10 more turnovers than they were able to take away, were minus 21 in points off turnovers, but second chance points ended up spinning the Raptors' way as well. Toronto grabbed 15 offensive rebounds to 10 for Charlotte, and that ended up being a tie, basically, in second chance points. Hornets two more than the Raptors, but ultimately all those extra attempts, they added up for Toronto. Yeah, and you got to give credit where credit's due because the Raptors played a very good game yesterday. I mean, you had so many great performances. Three guys with 20 or more. Pascal Siakam had 36. OG Ananubi just seems like he turns it up another level whenever he's playing the Hornets for whatever reason. I think I saw a graphic on Valley Sports Southeast yesterday that he shoots like 75% from three or something crazy when he's playing the Hornets and everybody else just is kind of like whatever. But Fred Van Fleet with 20 and 20 assists. I mean, that's pretty remarkable stuff. Franchise record for assists. And Toronto set a franchise record for most points in the paint, too, with 90 of them. So I think there was that point in the beginning of the game where, yeah, you still have Mark Williams and some of the defensive coverages might be lacking a little bit just because of that lack of chemistry. If you heard on the pregame show yesterday of Sports Radio WFNZ, you spoke with JT Thor and he talked about how a lot of the reason why defense is successful in the NBA is because of that communication and that chemistry and just because of all the injuries the Hornets don't have that right now and it looked pretty evident on the defensive end of the floor yesterday giving up 90 paint points Jakob Pertl basically had whatever he wanted there in the first couple quarters Fred Van Fleet on the pick and roll as well Steve Clifford talked about it after the game it just was too much for the Hornets to handle, and it's one of those things where, yeah, I mean, Charlotte's offense is hamstrung, literally, because of some of these injuries, but, you know, you're not going to win games right now if you're the Hornets allowing 128 points. you got to be around that 108 point spread, more or less, and that's what the Hornets had yesterday. So, again, I understand where things are coming from, but sometimes you just got to tip your cap. I mean, heck, Toronto shot 71% in the first quarter, and that just basically continued the rest of the game. 62% at halftime, finished the game at about a 54% clip, so they cooled off in the second half, and some of that might be defensive adjustments and that sort of thing, but at the end of the day, just too much easy stuff in the paint, I felt like, for Toronto that the Hornets were giving up. And Toronto, they're a good team. They're going to be a, a play-in tournament team, likely to be a playoff team. You've got a four Former All-Star, current All-Star, I should say, in Pascal Siakam. Former All-Star in Fred Van Vliet, budding young star in Scotty Barnes. Solid players in Ananobi and Pirtle and others coming off the bench. So this is a good team, and they uh, required a good performance. But it did require it, because even though there are certainly some things you can poke at, the turnovers, the points in the paint, uh, the effort was certainly there. That's something head coach Steve Clifford touched on after the loss. The other night, and, and they'll tell you, I was that was not okay with me, the way we played against Chicago, okay? And tonight, to be honest, our effort was really good. Our guys played hard. You know, they're playing for the playoffs. They're good. There's some tough matchups out there. And then, you know, there's things you have to do. We don't have anybody that can guard Siakam one-on-one, nor do most teams. Nobody that can guard the Fleet one-on-one. Then you start double-teaming, things are going to open up. So, I mean, I'm going to choose to, 
you know, look at the positives. I like our approach. Um, one o'clock start, we were a little slow out of the gate, but uh, we played really hard. We played really hard. We had good effort. We've got to figure out a way to run offense against them without turning the ball over. And then again, I would even say of the all the points in the paint thing, we've got to be able to find a way to do something with Fred. I mean, he just he dominated that game. So do that, and then you know what? Listen, even then, early in the fourth, we had it to ten with the ball. So again, I thought our effort was really good. That is the thoughts of head coach Steve Clifford after the one twenty eight to one hundred eight loss, taking the Hornets down to twenty six and fifty three. And as you might have been able to discern from uh, the way he was commenting on that, Hornets will have an opportunity to bounce right back and have a better effort tomorrow when Charlotte hosts the Toronto Raptors for their penultimate, as Rob Longo likes to coin it, uh, home game of the season. Hornets will host Toronto tomorrow. Tickets are available at Hornets dot com. We still got more to talk about with yesterday's loss one twenty eight to one hundred eight. We'll select our silver line selections after this here on the Hornets I've cast at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps, in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. 
Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fell yesterday 128-108 to to the Toronto Raptors. Rob, I thought there were a lot of real positive efforts. I think at the end of the day, you've got a lot of veterans who had strong games. Pascal Siakam, an all-star, 36 points. Fred Van Vliet, a former all-star, 20 points and 20 assists. Uh, the Raptors shot the ball pretty well, forced a lot of turnovers, and were able to take advantage of them uh, and, and make their way into the winner's circle and back to 500 at 39 and 39. But that shouldn't diminish from the effort we saw from the Charlotte Hornets and the growth we've seen. This is, relatively speaking, almost like the, the starting lineup from a summer league game for the Hornets. And Charlotte and summer league at times would struggle to get their offense organized against other summer league teams. Here they took on a play-in tournament team. And as you heard from head coach Steve Clifford last segment, they had this game in single digits in the second half. So a lot of growth shown by the Hornets. Several players posted career highs. I'm not going to get ahead of myself and I'll list any of the accomplishments because I want to give you a chance to select your Silver Linings player. But we'll go a little extra here and make sure everyone gets their due. But first up, your pick for Silver Linings. I think for my Silver Lining, and it's kind of a culmination of the last two games, but it's James Booknight. Booknight the other way, gets downhill, step back three on its way. Yes, sir! James Booknight, book it! His third three of the game, he is three for three from beyond the arc. For me, I mean, what Book has been able to do here over the last couple games is really great. I mean, it's something that we've seen in spurts, especially at the G League level, but now we're starting to see it here at the NBA level. I mean, you go back, he had those 22 points the other night against Chicago. He was my player to watch for today, and he ended up being a pretty good pick. He had a blackjack 21 off the bench, 25 minutes played, 7 of 11 from the field. Very efficient, 5 of 7 from beyond the arc as well. A couple of rebounds and assists thrown in there also, so he didn't handle the ball a whole lot. He's more in that two-guard position, but, I mean, what Book has been doing here the last two games is just really, really good stuff. And, I mean, those 21 that he had yesterday came in the first three quarters. He didn't really play a whole lot in the fourth frame, didn't take a shot attempt in the fourth quarter. So the fact that he was able to get to 21, he heated up really, really quickly there in that third frame alone. But what we've seen from James Book Knight the last two games is enough to give him a culmination silver lining in my book from the last two games. Now, I like it. 21 points yesterday in the last two games, the losses to Toronto and Chicago. He's averaging 21.5 points per game. He's shooting, by my count, he is, let's see here, 15 for 27. So that's about 55% from the floor uh, over his last two contests. And from three, even better. He's 11 of 18. That's somewhere around 60% from beyond the arc. So that that's just exceptional at any level, at any stage. James Booknight getting it done, uh, and hopefully this will springboard him into a very, very positive offseason. A few guys that I want to list here who had career highs or just significant accomplishments. Mark Williams, no career highs, but his ninth double-double of the season, 15 points, 12 rebounds. He's averaging basically a double-double as a starter now in the NBA. Teo Maladone, somehow we're missing him on on this one for a star of the game, but he was solid out there. Didn't shoot the ball great over six from three, but 14 assists and eight rebounds to go with eight points. He threatened a triple-double out there. A really good game for Teo. Uh, the 14 assists is a career high. Then you've got Xavier Sneed, who is getting some late run here on a 10-day contract. Nine points, two assists, two rebounds. All of those are career highs, so are three made field goals and three made threes on three attempts, I might add. He was perfect from the floor, and after the game, he even drew the praise of Hornets head coach Steve Clifford. Well, all I know tonight is is that when he went in the game, our defense picked up. He was good on the ball, maybe as good as anybody that we played, and he made three threes, I think, right? Three threes, I believe. 
three threes, okay? And, you know, we had a good stretch of game there when he was in there. But we, he was also around in training camp. He's a worker, and, you know, he's detailed. He wants to know what you're doing. He wants to try to do – he's a lot like J.T. Thor. He wants to do the right thing. He plays for the team, and that's a big deal. You have to have guys like that. So some praise from Hornets head coach Steve Clifford. Well-deserved Xavier Sneed uh, has played a, a couple of really good games, career highs in each of the last two contests, and he sets new marks with nine points, two rebounds, two assists, three made shots, and all of them being from distance. But my silver lining selection, another guy who had a career day, Svi Mikhailuk. Mikhailuk for three. Yes! Count it and a foul! Svi Mikhailuk. Count the triple plus the contact. And he would make the free throw as well. Svi, exceptional performance. Career-high 10 made field goals. Career-high 5 made threes. Career-high 26 points to pace the Hornets. Uh, He has been playing really, really well here for Buzz City. If you look at since he was brought onto the team, and this includes a couple of games where he was really only playing at the very end of contests and and not getting regular run, but it does include several games where he has been playing uh, the heavy minutes like he did yesterday with 33 on the floor, but Svima Kailuk, as a member of the Charlotte Hornets, 16 games now, he's averaging eight, almost nine points per game, I believe, uh, about two rebounds, two assists per game. He's shooting 45% from the floor, almost 45% from three as well. These are the kinds of numbers uh, that should garner a lot of attention around the NBA. Uh, he's obviously in a contract year right now, and uh, would love to see him be rewarded for his strong effort here with the Hornets, but he keeps it going. Now, 13 consecutive games that he's played in with a made three, and uh, Svi Mikhailu continues uh, to put forth really strong performances yesterday, maybe his personal best of the season with a career-high 26 points. All right, those are our silver lining selections from yesterday's loss to the Toronto Raptors. Hornets will have a rematch with the Raptors tomorrow, 7 p.m. tip time at Spectrum Center. Tickets are available at Hornets.com. Coming up next, if you heard the podcast yesterday, we talked about how some of the rule changes in Major League Baseball were uh, kind of sparking our imagination for what the future might look like in the NBA if maybe myself or Rob Longo were put in charge. And one of our favorite listeners, Sam Purley, did indeed hear the podcast. He has some grievances to air, and so we're going to let him come into the studio and do that next. We'll talk possible rule changes, maybe even make Sam Purley propose one of his own. That's next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Sam Farber and Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, and we're going to add a third here for our final segment. If you caught the HHC yesterday, you heard us talking about it's the start of Major League Baseball season, and the first time in a very long time there are league-wide rule changes to Major League Baseball. And so Rob Longo and I took a stab at what rules we'd like to see implemented to the NBA, and a favorite guest of ours here on the HHC, as well as one of our favorite listeners. I know he's tuned in each and every day. Sam Sam Perley, senior writer from Hornets.com, almost accosted me when he came into the building yesterday for the game to register his opinions with our opinion. So uh, we decided to give Sam Perley the invitation. He was so kind to come on into studio and, and join us to talk about our thoughts on changes for the game. First off, Sam Perley, thanks for making the effort. We appreciate it. Of course. Thank you for having me, as it, always. This it, is kind of a rare doing a three, three-person three post-game recap edition, but don't it's a worry. special occasion. We got a lot of postseason uh, podcasts where I'm sure this is going to be more uh, the norm. And it just goes to show you, if you want to be on the podcast, just start yelling at us and we'll let you in the studio. Just get you riled up That's a little right. bit. That's right. Disclaimer, uh, this was not my idea. Anyways, continue. What was Rob Longo's idea was the Elam ending. He thought that would be a good thing to potentially add as a possible rule change, much like Major League Baseball has made the bases bigger, taken away the shift. There's a pitch clock now. So some pretty big changes to Major League Baseball. Rob Longo's suggestion for a change to the NBA was adding the Elam ending. My suggestion suggestions were one to make it so if you were to finish dead last over in the possibly probably upcoming in-season tournament you could not win the NBA lottery you lose the chance to get the number one pick if you go say 0 and 6 or whatever it ends up being in that regular season tournament and also that if you use a timeout in the fourth quarter it effectively can act as a challenge on clear out-of-bounds calls. So say if the ball is out on Rob Longo or called out on Rob Longo, but it was actually last touched by Sam Purley, if Sam Purley's team had called a timeout and it's clear and obvious in the first 30 seconds, the same people who are watching everything from the replay center could ring back and say, hey, turn on that blue light, let them know we're going the other way. And again, it's something that has to happen very quickly or it doesn't come into play. Sam Purley, you heard our suggestions. What are your thoughts? So accosted, I think, is kind of a strong word, but I was a little fired up. I actually listened to the, the podcast yesterday morning, like during breakfast time. So I was all was like, like fresh in my mind as I came in. For starters, and I, I'm going to say this with the, I think this is good debate and good dialogue, and it's one of those we agree to disagree. I hate Rob's idea. I think the Elam <laughs> ending, I, 
just I'm not in favor of. Well, uh, to specify real quick, because Sam Farber didn't say it correctly. I said Elam ending in overtime only. I didn't still say don't like it. Still don't regulation. Like it. Okay, whatever. Still very much against. Just it. say I'm, you hate me. Just say you hate me. I think all ideas are good ideas. I think I'm being you well, know not that one. Not that one. <laughs> I think it's it's good to put ideas to the table, and then if they get you know you can kind of work with them. I'm just I'm not in favor of any sort of manipulating or changing the actual in-game product, like you know having kind of like different endings. I, I mean, I like you know playing out the overtimes. Um, then you can get some like really kind of dramatic finishes at the buzzer, things like that. I know they're experimenting with the G League uh, this season. I think it's been interesting. They do it in uh, the All Star Game, which I like. It game. There. I was going to say Summer League, but they do just sudden death in the yes double overtime, which is all last year. JT Thor hit that. I, I'm not a huge fan of like let's really alter the structure of the game and how it's scored. I think right. I'll stick with overtime. Give me five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. I think so. I okay. know there's a li- I, look of disappointment on Rob's face. For me, the Elam ending kind of goes back to like the old school days, or not old school days, but like when you're playing pickup outside and that sort of thing, you're saying, all right, what are we playing to? And you say, all right, we're playing to 11 ones and twos, win by two. That To me, that's kind of like what Elam ending is a little bit, like kind of that win by two sense that you know you need to get to a number because if you're playing pickup, or at least how it works when we play pickup here for staff hoops, it's like you go down 6-1 early and you're just kind of like whatever, and then maybe you get a stop or two defensively and you just kind of get the momentum, so now you know what you need to play for. So that's kind of the way I look at it. I guess that's what the clock is there for in that sense. But Elam ending just for me seems like it would cut down on a lot of fatigue for maybe some guys that play a lot of overtime games, play two or three overtimes in a season, and they have, you know, that extra 10, 15 minutes. It adds up, especially in this age of load management and that sort of thing. All right. Well, that's one. You didn't like that one. What do you think of my ideas? I would say my advice to those teams that are playing a lot of overtime games would be to win the games in regulation. Win in regulation. That makes too much sense. Um, Open to your ideas. Oh. I'm for the review. It's a slippery slope. You just have to make sure... 30 seconds, that's it. You're, right. you're cut off. You can't. I think the NBA has done Most a really, NBA timeouts are, are yeah. one minute long, so you have 30 seconds to review it. And if it's not obvious enough to see it in 30 seconds or someone was going to the bathroom during that time, well, then, oh, well, we're moving on. But if it's clear and obvious, they called it off Sam Purley. It was actually off Rob Longo. We can fix this quickly. Restart the timeout clock because now you know which way you're going and move on from there. You're getting it right, and that's the point. Yeah, it's almost like a silent challenge, but I'm just, you got to make sure you don't grab it. To, I think the NBA's done a very good job of kind of pulling, reining in some of the challenges. True. You know, in terms of reviews, I think it got to the playoffs at the end of the 2021 season. It was just way too much, and I think that's what they kind of rein the stuff back in a little bit. Just make sure you don't go the other way. And then the last thing on the play-in tournament, it's hard for me to kind of conceptualize what this play-in tournament is going to be like. I'm open to it. I'm interested. I still don't really have a bearing of how it's going to feel and how, you know, what the... I guess vibe is around it. I'm a little hesitant about having like lottery ramifications in it in some capacity. I just think, I think maybe Rob said it on the podcast before. It's like if you have a team that just has a rash of injuries, just in that's that, you know, they just had a really, really rough stretch and everybody's hurt. And then kind of the bookend parts of the season, they're on a 50 win pace and they just happen to catch the wrong week. If they're on a 50 win pace, then, then they're they not going to be in the lottery. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. Um, I'm just, I think I'm a little like, I'm not huge into having things in season. I I think the lottery, I think the lottery should be a reflection of the entire season, not 
like a small two to three week window in the middle of the season where kind of there's a little bit more probability for chance or variance or something. Well, I do too, but that's why I said what we're trying to do is take tanking out of the game. And tanking is not done by players, it's done by front offices. Front offices who put a team out there that they know is not going to win that early in the season. This is the penalty. If you can't manage to win one game in a two-week stretch, you're not... You're either not trying or you've been hit so hard by injuries that, you know, it's just almost unfair. But I accept your criticism. Most importantly here as we try and put a bow on this edition of the HHC, what's your bright idea? Because I see Rob Longo chomping at the bit to tear it to pieces. My idea is not nearly super crazy or anything. I think I said it to you yesterday. I think teams that win the lottery, you should not be allowed to win the lottery in back-to-back years which has not happened, I think, since the Cavs won it two straight years, 2013-2014. I think it's a lot harder now to do it with the flattened odds. And my other suggestion is you cannot have a top three pick in the lottery for more than three seasons. I think if you have three years of top three picks or winning the lottery to get into the top three pick, that fourth year, you're either an automatic four below or something like that. Or if you win the lottery one year, you're automatically the highest you can get the next year is second. So it's not a huge radical change. I just, and I think, you know, I think that there is less of a lottery. I think, I think a lot of the issues with the lottery have kind of been uh, smoothened out with the flattened odds a few years ago when it wasn't like the top team at 25%, then it was. 18 and then so on so on down so those would be mine but they're not like super exciting or anything and they probably don't even really come into play i'd have to go back and look to see the last time a team had a lottery the top three pick over four years in a row or four more years in a row and winning the lottery doesn't happen twice in a row very often so rob longo your thoughts rules aren't even just don't tell hopefully this podcast doesn't get to oklahoma city or else (laughs) they might get a little angry but other than that i'm perfectly okay with all this stuff because i mean you got to get out of the lottery sooner or later i mean you would hope so yeah it makes makes pretty good sense to me added incentive anything that reduces tanking and increases veterans in the game and the incentive to bring them on your roster i think is a good thing for uh, the league so not bad suggestions at all all right sam Perley, thanks for letting us drag you in to another edition of the hornets hivecast yeah Yes, thank you, and thank you for being open to my, even though Rob is kind of, has sort of the... I don't know where this <laughs> despise is coming from, but He doesn't okay. like the, my anti-Elam ending, but I think this is a good, healthy conversation. We can agree to disagree. It's, it's a very healthy, agree to disagree vibe. We're it, not, no one's jumping, and you can't visually see us right now, no one's jumping over the tables, or there's any sort of anger being really displayed on anybody's face. It, it's what the podcast is here for, to spark conversation. We hope we've uh, done that for you here today, and we'll try and do even better tomorrow. With thanks to Sam Purley for joining us here today, to Rob Longo, as always, here for being here with me on the Hornets Hivecast. I'm Sam Farber, saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along to Tomorrow we will have a game day edition previewing Hornets versus Toronto Raptors round two right here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 